Happy New Year. Happy New Liturgical Year. Today we begin a new liturgical year. Ordinary time has ended. We begin with the time of Advent. It's a new liturgical year. And this is going to take us to Christ the King 2019 at the end of November. So it's a huge, long journey that we are going to be together. And we're going to read mostly from the Gospel of Luke during this year. Last year was Mark, and that's why we have Luke today. And this time of Advent, things change in a little way. We have a different color. We have purple. We don't have many flowers. We have something more uh, sober here, something more simple uh, in, the, in the flowers. We have an Advent wreath. Uh, the music is different. There is more simplicity because we are waiting for the Lord in two ways. We are waiting for the Lord who is, we are going to celebrate in Christmas Day uh, and we are waiting for the Lord for his second coming to us. We hear today in the gospel. And the church, at least St. Joseph Parish, is going to invite us to reflect on a question, a different question every Sunday. So the question for today that I guess most of you saw in your worship aids and your the bulletins is, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? So that's what we are going to reflect. And we are going through the readings. So in the first reading from Prophet Jeremiah, we hear that uh, the prophet is announcing something good. But the issue is that that was needed because people were discouraged. When people came back from exile, they went into exile in 587, Jerusalem was destroyed, the city was destroyed, and then they came back. They came back and saw their city in ruins. It was destroyed. There was no hope for these people. So that's when Jeremiah the prophet comes and announces them, a new king will come. He will call justice, the Lord our justice, he will come to do justice to this situation. So there is some hope there. But Pope Benedict XVI said that only the one who can remember is able to hope. Only the one who can remember is able to wait for. So if our question today is, what are you waiting for? We need to pay attention to our memories too. Because if we don't have good memories, we don't have anything good to wait for. If I ask you, what are you waiting for? Oh, I'm waiting to die. They're just, you know, that come upon me. Okay, that's, uh, you know, if that's your answer, that's a very difficult life that you might experience at this moment. And that, I guess, it's happening for some of the people who are around us. In the newspaper this week, uh, I think it was the Sun Times, and I'm not making publicity here, it's the one who we get at home. Uh, I saw an article, and the article called my attention because of the title. Why are we so sad? That was the name of the article, and I was like, oh, okay, I should read this. Maybe it's good for my homeless and for myself. Why are we so sad? It was this author asking. And, and she came to explain that in the, in the U.S. It's, uh, the life expectancy is going down. And she spoke about mainly loneliness. 
loneliness for adults because sometimes because of divorce, because of uh, situations in the family, loneliness in uh, teenagers, mainly, she said, because of social media, because of cyberbullying, because of trendings and things that are in society, and I cannot be like this other person, so we just get depressed and we feel lonely and we don't have true friends. Like 2,000 friends on Facebook, but how many real friends we have? Why are we so sad, she was asking. But if we, if, if we only think on this part of life, on my own loneliness and my own sad situation and my own depression and my financial problems, there is not much hope for me. I'm not thinking much in the future. So Pope Benedict XVI says, only the one who can remember is able to have hope, is able to wait for something. So what happened with the Israelites in the first reading? If they only thought of the destruction of their city, of the destruction of their temple, of their culture and their values, there was no future. That's why the prophet comes and announces, somebody will come, somebody that will give you true happiness and true freedom and will give you justice. And the time of Advent is that for us. The time of Advent is that we remember, we are reminded of God who became a child. That's more Christmas, but we are waiting for that and we are in preparation for it. But we cannot forget what are we preparing our hearts for. God became a child, a child who is our Savior, who is our Redeemer. And that changes our minds and our hearts. A child, a little child, a child, baby Jesus who is born in a manger in four weeks. That gives hope because he is our justice, he is our redeemer, he is our true happiness. And even when these situations that we hear in the gospel, these tribulations, these chaos that the gospel speaks about, the main message about all that chaos is that God is always with us. That's why the Jesus, Jesus, God who becomes man, is called the Emmanuel. That means God is with us. We cannot forget that that's what we are waiting for. That's what we are going to prepare ourselves during these four weeks. There is another word in the gospel. The gospel says that our hearts might become drowsy. Our hearts might become drowsy because of the anxieties of life. And when our hearts become drowsy, we cannot think correctly. That's why it speaks about drunkenness. What happens when we are sad or long, we feel lonely, when we cannot think well, when we have too much anxieties in life, when we are worried about so many things? We might fall into vices, we might fall into drunkenness, we go to, the, to alcohol and other situations that later we are going to regret of. Do not let your hearts become drowsy. We need to have our mind clean and clear so we are able to think 
what we are doing in our lives. And the second reading speaks about love, that our love should grow. Our love for one another should grow. So in this time of Advent, that's a very important key, that our love grow for one another. Our love for one another should grow. And December is a time of family. It's a time of conversion. It's a time of joy. And this time of Advent, this call to love one another cannot be replaced by pious devotions like the Advent wreath. What do I mean with this? That I cannot say, oh, I will have an Advent wreath in my home and that's Advent. No, something, if you're going to have that, excellent, that's very important, that's a tradition and it's good to have it. But the most important thing is that we grow in our love for one another at home. That if we are yelling too much during the year, hopefully that intensity of yelling will go down during this time of Advent that we are going to understand each other, that we are going to be able to dialogue with one another, that hopefully in our families we will find some peace. Because sometimes there is no peace in the family and then people feel lonely. Because even though we are living in the same house, we don't feel that we are together. And that's a huge issue that we have today. So the invitation, what are you waiting for? Are you, are you waiting for the others to love more, to respect more, to be more generous? Well, let's begin ourselves doing that. And let's continue our reflection. What are we waiting for? Is it just material things? Is it a spiritual thing? Ultimately, we are waiting for Jesus Christ who can give us true freedom, true happiness, and true peace. And in the end, we're going to be with him in heaven because we also talk about the second coming of Jesus Christ. But he is with us today. He was born in Bethlehem. He came 2,000 years, years ago. He will come in the second coming. But he's present every day in our lives. What are you waiting for?